Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 24th of August, 2022. This is The Gap, episode 628. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gorey is here. Job, how's your week going? Pretty good. Pretty good week. It's, it's yeah. good. I like, I, I'm, I'm enjoying myself this week. <laughs> Fair um, enough. I'm, I'm through the, the bleakness. I mean, it's cold as fuck. It is pretty cold. It's the revenge of winter, but uh, apart from that. Uh, yeah, no, it's mm. pretty good. I had fried chicken for dinner. Made nice. uh, made it myself. It was fucking delicious. Very easy and delicious. I had these potato buns at Coles. And uh, you very rarely see them. See them at my favorite butchers all the time, but they're over where we used to live, not on this side mm. of the fucking city. So anyway i saw the potato buns i'm like that's it i'm making fucking fried chicken sandwiches uh top notch or fried chicken burgers i guess i don't know it's a sticking point fucking yep. americans man what about you how's your week going busy it's been busy busy oh, yeah. like two weeks oh, yeah. yeah um yeah lots of stuff going on uh we played some board games on play some board games. saturday yes uh i went around to a friend's house uh had our yearly board game session <laughs> and actually played some board games this time hopefully it's uh more than yearly we can get it going yeah. a little bit more regularly but yes uh it had been what are we working out to be eight months since it's, it's october 30 yeah. this is the last last time Damn. um that's crazy that's 10 months yeah I, i'm pretty sure we had a drinking we definitely had a drinking session after that oh yeah with this crew yes but it wasn't it wasn't uh there was no board games involved. Most of the time, there are no board games involved. Yes. Which is the problem during board game night and there's no board games. Very true. Okay, I, yeah. I get excited for the board games mm. and then we don't play board games. Because <laughs> we just talk. But I don't mind. <laughs> like, it's not a disappointment because, yeah, we just get right. drunk and talk. Uh, uh, but, yes, I do. Then later, when I'm hungover, I'm like, fuck, I didn't even get to play board games. But, Yes. Uh, we played a board game this time. Mm-hmm. The Thing. The Thing Outpost 31. Is that what it's called? Sure. Because it's different to... There's another Thing board game. Okay. Um, so, like, it's not that. This is closer to, I believe, Battlestar Galactica. Oh. Uh, it's called The Thing Infection at Outpost 31. Infection at Outpost 31. And this is just a flat out The Thing one that went out of print like a decade ago. Yeah, this uh, is 2017's yeah. The Thing. Um, and it's, uh, I think it's phenomenal. I mean, it could, we, we could definitely make some house rules to make some adjustments. Um, but apart from that, holy shit. Uh, I had so much fun playing this fucking game. It was extremely well done. Uh, if you're okay with the idea that I think the humans are destined to lose, like most of the time, if you're okay with that, um, then you know that it's a it's an uphill climb uh, the entire time. Then I think you'll have a lot of fun. But uh, I probably have a different perspective on that to you because I started that game as The Thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you're not familiar with The Thing, 
Uh, it's a film. Uh, it's a, actually a remake um, of a much older film, but um, it's a it's a it's like the original Among Us, really. Uh, fucking ah, uh, these guys are at a Antarctic uh, base science science, station. science research yeah. station, and uh, this dog comes running in, and uh, yeah, they look after the dog. And then, turns people, out the dog's infected. People start turning into monsters. Yeah, and Co- Russell's like, "What the fuck?" Right? And uh, yeah, it's John Carpenter. It's it's probably, in my opinion, it's John Carpenter's best film. But um, that's because it's one of my favorite films of all time. And uh, yeah, Kurt Russell, uh, Keith David, um, Walt, uh, Wil- Wilford Brimley, um, like. Everyone in it is fucking phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't watched it, holy fuck, you have to watch it. Uh, like, right now. It holds up. It holds up spectacularly. Uh, but the Make th- sure you watch the right one. Which, oh, yeah, don't watch the 2011 version. <laughs> um, which, if you can get past the CGI, it's actually mm. not that bad a film. Yeah, I feel but, like I remember being okay. But getting past the CGI is some fucking effort. Uh because it's real bad. Um anyway. So uh yeah, you're in an Antarctic base and one of you is the thing from the get-go. And the rest all well, everyone has to go out on these missions to sort of mm. secure the base. You've got to secure outpost thirty one. Uh and to do that or collecting resources. You flip a card, it tells you what you need to do, uh and then you go and do it. And it might be, it's it's not like go here and twist this and do that. It's basically just you and a random number of people with a random set of uh, abilities. Or like, There's three classes. So a random set of classes uh, need to acquire a random... What is it like? One, two, or three objects, uh, or roll uh, a one, two, or three um, of the same dice, and that's it. That's the whole fucking. That's the whole game. So you go from room to room in this outpost, uh, flipping these cards and determining who goes based on the, that card, and the card might be. We need a scientist, uh, an engineer, and we need four people total to go. And that's it. And the other thing is uh, you need when – you, when you play the hand at, like in the room, you need to have t- either two axes or two Petri dishes. And so whoever it is whose turn it is first, whoever's the captain uh, – so basically the mission leader, they have to go and they have to find one scientist and one engineer to go with them. Those, they, they're mandatory. Four people total, including themselves, so three other people. Uh, and if they're not the engineer or the scientist, they need to work out which of their the other players is capable, right? Because they have to have either an axe or a Petri, Petri dish and that's all you need from them, really. Uh, and so you go around the table and like, it's a game where table talk is like 
everything. You're allowed, like, we were fucking full-blown screaming at each other at one point. Uh, it was <laughs> flat out. Uh, it was fucking we amazing. The, the talking hat. <laughs> yeah, we had, to, we had to invent the talking hat because it got way out of control. Um, but, um, yeah, it might be, yeah, I'll, you know, we'll start. And I'm the captain. Uh, I am not a scientist or engineer. I'm the other thing. I can't remember what that fucking one was. Um, so I, I ask you, Luke's an engineer and Nate's a scientist. I ask Luke, hey, do you, uh, are you able to come on this mission and help? Uh, and mm. Luke can say, no, I can't help, or yes, I can help. We uh, In the version we were playing. The version we were playing. There were a couple of different ones. You could, specific, you could say specifically what you had. You could say, I have an axe. Or there was a version where you just weren't allowed to ask and you just picked semi at random and that was apparently the easy version but i have no idea how the fuck that would be easy uh anyway our version was you could say if you could help or you couldn't help and uh as we got drunk uh, it turned into i can really really help wink or uh, i can't help at all uh don't bring i mean yeah wink and uh yeah and it yeah, I, could, I definitely can't help, but you should definitely bring me. Yeah, yeah, that sort of <laughs> shit, right? Like it just sort of like fucking escalated and got like loose as as we got drunker. But um, yeah, so we uh, we go around the table. As soon as that mission succeeds or fails, it doesn't matter. The captaincy passes to the next person to my left, who is Luke, and he has to flip a card and is is prompt like is is faced with the same challenge uh if you fail though um bad shit happens and you only get to fail eight total times across the the course of the game which is tricky uh and the bad shit that happens can also further complicate uh whether or not you succeed because if four rooms get destroyed then you also lose. Uh, so that's tricky. And then uh, the other thing is, if, if you manage to do everything, if you manage to go throughout the entire base and unlock everything and, uh, and complete all the missions, then you unlock the opportunity to escape. And then you have to determine who the thing is because if the thing uh, or any of the things get on the helicopter at the end, then you lose. And the more you failed earlier, the harder it is to determine who the thing is. Uh, the more opportunities the thing has to dodge um, being found out. And uh, so, yeah, very early on, I determined that I didn't have to fucking do anything uh, to really win this. Like, the, mm. the odds seemed stacked in my favor immediately as the thing like i'm like <laughs> yeah holy shit. second round i think it was <laughs> well like like just just based on like understanding games um uh, i yeah. i determined that i didn't really have to do much from the get-go but then i watched the rest of our group play and i'm like holy shit this is a lock like i this is done <laughs> i actually yeah. might i if i want this game to continue to be even a little bit interesting, I may want to stall these motherfuckers out from sabotaging themselves constantly somehow. Because, I, like, clearly somebody didn't understand all of the rules. 
And it was Doug. It was definitely Doug. And there was like somebody playing, uh, I don't know, the spoiler, like to like goof about or something. I don't know what, what, what was going on there. But like uh, people were not playing in their in their own best interests. Yeah, uh, for a lot of that game, a lot of a very a lot of the first half of that game. Yeah, nobody was well. There were two. There were two. There were six of us, and there were two sides of the table. There was me and Luke on my left, and Nate on Luke's left, and our side of the table seemed to have its shit together, <laughs> and the other yeah. side of the table appeared to want to die in the fucking snow. That's how it seemed to me. Like they were like, oh, yeah. I've always wanted to die in Antarctica and I'm going to make it happen. Hmm. Yeah. So the bit you didn't explain was that the, the these cards, although they are like resources that you need to, to accumulate and are required to complete tasks, you can also acquire sabotage cards, right. which yes. are the cards that the the thing is supposed to play mm. but you can get to a point in the game where as a survivor you can use those cards to your benefit to clear cards and make room in your hand but it's also a case of at some point you have you may have too many of these sabotage <laughs> cards and so um you i mean you can hold on to them for as much as you like but they'll just become a detriment at some point. And so you trying will to get use rid of your them. other cards and your, your yeah. hand will sort of, yeah, get more and more sabotages in it. And yeah. Yeah. So for instance, I had a card that was like, um, it was a sabotage card that said, if you play this, then the captain needs to play either an axe or a, uh, a knife or something like that. Um, and, and when it came round to my turn, I was going to play that card because I had an axe or a knife. Yeah. But we also drew like another sabotage card. And it was like, you need to have plus nine or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, we're not going to get through this. And so I can't play it. Like that's a type of instance of where you could actually play it and become beneficial, but you've got to play it at the right time. Yeah. And the problem was that on our second go, somebody dug... Mm. We found out, played a sabotage card, who was an actual human. Yeah. Um, and that, like, basically threw off everybody's detective work. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, well, it's, it's one of these two guys on this side of the table. Yeah. And that was the rest of the game. It was like, it's these two fucks over here. What are these two? Well, like, it hadn't gone that far yet. It right. was the second game. But, but- It was literally the second game because Nate went first and then Doug and Doug threw it down. And but, we were like, fucking hell, it's, it's one of these dickheads. What was amazing about that one was because I was on that mission, I mm. had played a sabotage card. Yeah. But someone else had played a worse one. Mm. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, like, I, I'm just going to see what happens, right? This card doesn't seem that bad. But I'd literally, like, while we were reading out the rules, I had literally read out the text of this sabotage. And so it was a pretty big risk for me to play this fucking sabotage because if you guys remembered what was on that text, mm. on the text of the card, then you guys would be able to go, like, hey, Joe had that fucking card, right? But it didn't matter. It never got read out because somebody played a worse fucking sabotage card. I don't think it was, I don't think it was Doug. I think it was Cam. No, he said it was him. 
Did he? I thought he said he, yeah, play, he said, played one for funnies right at the start. Yeah, and oh, yeah, that, at the that? start, that was that was him. Yeah, because it was his go. Didn't Cam play one as well? No. Because he didn't understand? I don't he think thought he so. He thought he just tested his cartoons or something? But uh, yeah, anyway. I'm not sure. So that was the problem. Is at the start of the game, yeah. like, I mean, that that's the problem with these board games in general. Like, the first game will generally be fucked. Yeah. Like, because you're missing rules and nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. And all sorts of shit is, is happening. Um, like we got midway through or we got to the end of this game and realized that we fucked up the whole thing system as well we should have more things even though <laughs> yeah. it's already deeply deeply lopsided in the thing's favor we should have more of them uh, which was yeah messed up um, I, I want to talk about how so who yeah you guys were locked in right before we'd finished reading the rules I was a dead man walking. <laughs> like every single time anyone mentioned uh, the infected or uh, the imposter or the thing, um, yeah, they'd be like, aka Job. Uh, hmm. They'd addend that. Like it was written in the rules. Like Job is the thing. And I'm sitting there knowing I'm the thing. And if any of you looked at me when I looked at my card, it would have been over right then because, like, a story was... I could not control. I did not poker face that shit at all. I just, like, yeah. oh, f f f play, play it cool. Be cool, Millie. Like, fucking, I, I fucked that up. But then I looked around and nobody was looking. I'm like, I think I got mm. away with it. And then you guys were still talking about it, right? Like, I was the thing. And then we started playing and I'm playing it super cool. And the other side of the table, let's call it our side was side A and their side was was Christ. Was side Jesus. 462. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, side fuck-ups. Um, and side fuck-ups were like any of them. Any of them was going to get it, right? Hmm. Absolutely any of them could have been done in a moment's notice. And I was nobody nobody questioned me at all because you got ruled out yeah immediately yeah. our side of the table got ruled out no. because none of us went on a mission i was and on that mission threw a card. i was no, no, on there was another mission. one there was another one where you weren't on it and someone threw a card down so the our entire side of the table got ruled out oh yeah 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 uh but yeah well yeah because at the start nate and i got ruled out and then i think it got to the third person or the fourth person and you weren't on that mission and a card got played and so you got ruled out so the problem was that immediately we went straight i think we went straight to dan at that point because i because i think doug wasn't on that one either uh and it got played yep. and so we're like it's fucking dan and then he didn't even try to defend himself the entire game so we're like it just immediately like it's he dead so much worse than <laughs> attempt to defend himself so at one point at some point during the game you get these fucking ropes oh yeah. Like, let's ignore the fact that at one point, the 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 most the most Dan arced up was when he found out that somebody hadn't put in a card. He that was the most I saw him arc up all night. He's like, "Who didn't put in a card? Who didn't put in their card for the mission?" He was the captain. I'm the captain. Where's your Where's your fucking card? Put it in. And it turned out it was, he was yeah. the one who hadn't put in his card. I <laughs> swear to God, I was going to die. Like, I could not have seen that coming. It was too perfect. Anyway, so you get yeah. these rope things and you use them to stop people 
from being the captain or to subvert the mission's requirements. So if it was we need one scientist, one engineer, you could tie up an engineer and then you no longer need an engineer to go on the mission, right? So uh, Cam is Cam has a rope, Dan has a rope, and Cam is is like like he's saying, okay, well what I'm going to do is I'm going to tie up Doug. And that way, because Doug and Dan were the same fucking class, whatever they were, uh, that way we don't have to bring either of them on the fucking mission. So that's cool. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Dan, you tie up Doug. And Dan's like, no. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, this, this, like, I, I did this because I genuinely thought this will make me look really innocent. Like, only, only a human would actively want to, like, tie up the fucking the other uh, humans or whatever. Like the the possible thing, right? This makes me look really human, right? I'm getting away with this shit. And then Dan is like, no. Oh like, what what are you talking about? Just fucking tie him up. Like I that that's But he I'm, also wouldn't say why. Yeah, he was he just like he no. wouldn't he wouldn't say why. And I like <laughs> that also made I was very close to like breaking of that one. Cause I couldn't like I couldn't fathom this was the easiest shit of all time and refusing just made you look like the thingiest fucking thing of all time. Like, like, oh my God, it was, it was wonderful. So I knew at that moment, you guys, like you guys already didn't have a hope, but fucking hell, I could have, I could have like literally flipped over over my hand at that point and revealed I was the thing and it wouldn't have fucking stopped. You guys still would have fucking torched Dan and Doug way before me just for the fucking pain they'd put you guys through. Like, as humans, just for the the pain they'd done to you guys. But yeah, they had no fucking hope. It was fucking spectacular. Yeah. Hmm. Holy shit. Um, Oh, yeah. One other thing was, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but... uh, after we added another thing, I started accusing you of being the thing a lot. Did you notice? Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. I started really going in on how Luke was the thing. Uh, and it was because I went to do it to take a slash. And uh, mm. while I was in the toilet, I, it sort of dawned on me that um, I hadn't opened any accusations at anyone. And I was like, oh, maybe that looks sus. Maybe I gotta fucking maybe I gotta accuse someone. I'm not gonna accuse Nate. because uh, he is like he's never been on a mission with a sabotage except for the very first one. Uh so I'm gonna fuck yeah, I'll, I'll accuse Luke. Uh and I'll see I'll see if I can convince Nate that uh Luke might be the thing, the uh, the second thing. Uh-huh. And I tried it. I tried it on for, I don't know, like five or six rounds. And no, then- You tried it too early, though, because you tried it when the second card hadn't come in yet. No, no, no. That was that was actually like just uh, like trying to spread the love <laughs> thing. This was a concerted effort to make people think you were the thing. Uh, that was just me like any, anyone could be the thing at this point. Because uh, the first, I think the very first round, I didn't go on that mission. Yeah. And someone played a sabotage, and I was like, "What well, wasn't me?" And I spent like fucking ten minutes trying to explain to people that it wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, I that that was a 
that was a moment of opportunity where I'm like, oh yeah, well, people seem to think that's that's the thing. But yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, it's, it's a type of game where you, you kind of have to write off the first one or two because nobody knows the rules and you'll play it wrong anyway. Yeah. And so it's hard to gauge like, how things work like we have we don't even know how the end game works at this point for that yeah, thing yet we don't have so, a really good gra- i read through the escape stuff but i still don't super know how it happens because we didn't make it that far um we sort of mm. failed and that was it we just kept drinking we were yeah and we we're also playing with like rules that we were sort of making up as well with like how smoke worked and how that affected things and what because some of that wasn't clear Probably the yeah the worst thing about the the game is that it's it like over explains some things and doesn't explain other things and uh, yeah it'll like repeat repeat shit like over and over and over again uh, and then it just like blitz past some other mechanic and you're like uh, all right we'll just fucking work that one out I guess we must have missed it um, yeah that's but otherwise. Yeah, great game. I absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was amazing. Yep. All right. Um, let's keep going here. We got Ultra Kill is on the list. Oh, yeah. We talked about this last week. I'm still playing, uh, still been playing more Ultra Kill. I made it up to Act 2. Act, Act oh my God. I, I will reiterate what I said last week that it makes me think a first person Dark Souls boomer shooter could work. Cause holy fuck, this like the bosses in this game—they don't fucking—they don't fuck about. Like, yeah, they go ham. They're fucking crazy shit. Extremely tough. And the boss of Act One is was rough. And then I worked him out, and like I still had to do everything perfectly. Um, and one of the cool things was like so parrying is a pretty big part of the game. I was talking about it last week. You can like punch stuff and that parries it and you can use that to great effect and you can even punch your own shotgun shells uh when you fire them and that also works to great effect somehow um and it powers up your shotgun and it's basically the only way to use the shotgun um but yeah uh this final boss if you can't parry you have to learn how to parry because that's the only way to fucking beat the guy uh and it really teaches you and Again, it just reminds me of fucking Dark Souls. Because uh, that's another game where, like, I mean, you can probably beat the final boss in Dark Souls 1 without parrying, but I don't know why you would, because it takes two fucking parries to beat the fuck. So just learn how to parry. Easy. Anyway, I've said parry too many times. What do we got? Oh, I still heartily recommend Ultra Kill. Next. Yeah. Um, did you check out Ultra Drone anymore? Playing what? Roller drone. No, I didn't. Roller drone. No, I will probably go back to it now that I'm done-ish with Ultra Kill, but I've got other stuff on the hop. Yep. Okay. Um, Idle superpowers. Idle superpowers. Want to chuck this one in the list because I think I am finished with it. Maybe. Um, so uh, I managed to reset the universe. So you got to beat like level thirty-five hundred to beat yourself. Um, and that's a really tough fight because whoever, like, whatever you've got when you get up to level 3,500 is, uh, what you as a boss will have. And so you can really 
sort of pound yourself into a fucking corner. Uh, because the other thing is the you that you face off against has about, I don't know, eight times as much health as anything else you'll face. Like the difference between 3499 and 3500 in terms of health is, yeah, about eight times um, as much health, which is just, it's a huge fucking ramp up. Um, and so, yeah, it doesn't matter if you've been blitzing all the way up there, you'll come up against this person who has fucking nearly infinite block, uh, whose damage output scales according to their block. Uh, and uh, so you can't do any damage to them, plus um, they, they're one-shotting you constantly, plus um, they've got the ability to survive 99% of all fatal hits. Uh, so, yeah, you got to, like, really smash them, right? Um, but once you get past it, and once you know how to get past it, it's not that big a deal. And uh, so I got like all the way up to level 10,000 in this. And it actually does, t like when you're doing these 10,000 plus level runs, it's, it's quite active um, because you, you have to pay quite a bit of attention. Um, but yeah, I got up there and I unlocked, what was it? Power Adaption, which you need to have like 50 levels at the same time. And that's anytime you kill an enemy, uh, there's a chance that you'll steal one of their powers. So you can just get extra powers. Uh, so that's pretty pretty crazy. And then um, corpse manipulation or something, just another boost. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah. I'm earning fuck tons of blood because I'm at level 10,000. And those allow me to unlock more universe stones. So when I reset, I've got 15 universe stones. And I was back, I got back up to like 3,500 in, I don't know, half a day. It had taken me six weeks, maybe, to get there in the first place. And I destroyed it in half a day, like just bang. And so, yeah, it feels like there are, there's like, there's escalation. So you set challenges for yourself, but nah, they're not interesting enough. Uh, I think I'm done. But. It was cool. It was cool while it was interesting and the the way like that you go about building like the builds is probably the most interesting part of, of the game. Like you combining these superpowers to maximum effect so that you do as much damage as possible and finding these these builds that allow you to do just fucking crazy amounts of damage constantly, as fast as possible. So you just tick through all of these levels as fast as possible. Um, yeah, that's probably the best thing about it. And I think, yeah, as an idle game, it sort of worked for what I wanted. Um, maybe a little too active by the end of it. But yeah, anyway, I'm done with it. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. All right, that's um, Idle Superpowers. You can play that on uh, mobile. Still playing uh, Idle Slayer? Yeah, yeah, still playing Idle Slayer. Cool. Yep. I um. I don't know. I'm probably close. I don't know. I, I'm. I. I've maybe got three more cycles before I do another reset. Um. I haven't checked in in the last day to see where I'm at, but mm. still chugging along in that one. Um. 
Okay, uh, we got a couple more games here. We got Escape from Tarkov next. Um, I don't. Have we talked about this game at all before? I haven't. Have you? Yeah, we definitely have. Uh, I've okay. definitely talked about it before. I try it every year or so. Remember that I fucking hate it. So this is um, an early access game still. Still. Uh, it's a PvPVE shooter, a looter shooter, an extraction shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is kind of becoming the uh, the banner game for the genre. Games, yeah. games are attempting to be like it. Yeah. So we saw like Battlefield 2042 try something similar. Yeah. Um, with with one of their modes. Uh, the rumor is that there's a similar mode in Modern Warfare 2 coming out at some point this year. Um, it's the thing that like, I guess we've copied battle royales. Where else can we sort of take this? Yep. And uh, Escape from Tarkov is the uh, the poster child at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I f- I figured I'd I'd play it and get some footage for the video that I was supposed to put up last week, and then I played uh, a couple of hours of Tarkov and had to basically delete what I'd written because it didn't play. So uh, I'd written all this stuff about, yeah, the Dark Forest and all that that shit. Uh, and I do think it, like there's, there's an interesting piece in that, a think piece, uh, but um, it doesn't apply to Tarkov or Hunt Showdown. People don't play those games that way. They just don't give a shit. Um the way that I think they're supposed to. Uh, and, you know, they found uh, obviously a good way to play, so fuck it. Uh, I'll just adapt it to DayZ instead um, and go back and have a look at that, maybe cap some footage. Um, I just want to, yeah, use video games as a method for explaining the Dark Forest. Um Anyway, so I played is, Tarkov. is Tarkov just too campy for you or something? Is that what so it is? So I played Tarkov, and it's just yeah, I no, I just I don't like the fucking gun play. I don't un- understand like the people I see playing it are people who appear to like shooters, like I. So I don't understand why they enjoy this, but like I had multiple games where I would like it tells you at the end, it gives you stats, and I I'll have done like fucking eight hundred damage. Uh, and it'll be like 750 soaked by armor. I'm like, so you've basically created the fucking division, right? And then you've painted it up as if it's a fucking rainbow six. Like, that's what it feels like. I'm supposed to be fucking one tapping cunts no matter where. Like, I shoot them. And instead, what's happening is I'm shooting infinite bullets into these motherfuckers, but they've got, they're walking around like fucking. They're uh, Iron Man or some shit, and they're ignoring everything. And then I'll die to a shot in the fucking arm, and I'm like, "But I don't have armor because I've been playing the game for fifteen billion hours." So it's it just reminds me of the of Hunt Showdown when we were playing, and everyone showed up with fucking dual fucking rapid firing fucking pistols, rolling around playing like they're fucking in action quake or some shit and you're like what the fuck is going on like i thought this was a fucking slow-paced methodical fucking shooter but everyone plays it like they're fucking 
they're yeah, got in tribes or some shit. Like I don't mind. It's just not the atmosphere I was told to expect. One time I spawned in, turned. I was playing as a scav, and so you can play as your PMC, which is your main character, or you can play as a scav, and you sort of just cannon fodder. Um, and other scavs won't shoot you unless they're humans and they want your weapons for whatever reason, or they just want to shoot something. So every time you see a scav, you kind of go, "Are you going to shoot? Are you going to shoot?" And then yeah, you look at one another, and then blap, they shoot. Anyway, um, so I was playing as a scab. I spawned in. I turned a corner. There was a guy standing there. I fucking, he, uh, I like aimed down sights, but I didn't fire. And I ducked back around the corner and then like a spray of bullets enter into the wall. So I just turned back around the fucking corner and fucking unleashed at him. Uh, and then like, I had like a machine gun, uh, like a submachine gun. So I just fucking walked forward like spraying, like four round bursts. This is, this is, this is keeping ducked behind this fucking bunch of crates he was hiding behind. Um, until I got to him and then I just fucking shot him. And then I hear footsteps behind me because I got these fucking crazy headphones. Uh, so I snap around and this dude like is just about to line me up, but I, I've already got him lined up. Fucking blap him as well. Done. And, uh, then I sort of like took a moment, listened out. There's no footsteps, nothing, nothing around. I get in cover from all but one angle and I start this searching mechanism, which is I suppose 90% of the tension of the game is you fucking tediously search people for their loot. Uh, and then, yeah, so I'm like searching and then I got shot in the head. I'm like, cool. Why am I fucking playing this game? And that was it. That was uh, my yearly encounter with Escape from Tarkov. I still don't fucking get it. I don't get why people keep playing it. When my scav died, I then had 24 minutes to wait before I could play with another scav or I'd have to play with my main PMC, uh, which is fine. I don't give a shit about that. But if he dies, then I'm, what the fuck am I doing? Right, so I guess the implication there is, oh, well, you just got to live for 24 minutes, but that's not really how that shit works, is it? So uh, I don't get to fucking necessarily decide, do I? Uh, I've got fucking worse, like, gear than every other motherfucker in this game, and I know they do fucking resets and whatnot, but I just don't give a shit. Um, yeah, I just don't, like, the fucking amount of recoil, like, I'm not asking for fucking Call of Duty recoil or something, right? But, like... You fire two bullets with one of these fucking guns and you, you're trying to shoot the fucking... You assassinate the fucking sun itself. Like, you, you're like, bang, yeah. bang, and then you're like, fucking firing into the, the fucking air. Like, you're at a wedding or some shit. Like, it's fucking bananas. What weddings are you going to where Excellent people are ones. shooting in Excellent the air? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, it's just... I don't, yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. I assume, I assume again, it's another thing where, oh, well, yeah, but if you find, if you find these, um, these, these stocks and these, uh, front grips and, um, and then you'll get better recoil control and then you can fire it like a laser and then you learn the recoil pattern or some shit. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, oh my God. Just, can't I just, can't I just not? And so, yeah, I'll just continue to not. 
Yeah. But I wonder if there's like matchmaking in there as well, where you're supposed to be getting matched up against similar ranked people who are at the moment it's just open to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's how it was working in fucking Hunt, right? Like we played a bunch of games against people who had never played the game before and then we played a game a bunch, like and then we exclusively got because we walloped them we exclusively got set up against people who had played the game 3000 hours so we'd be rolling around with our level 1 fucking characters and coming up against level 99 dudes who fucking no life the game since it first launched and running around with their fucking dual pistols like they're in a John Woo movie or some shit ridiculous yeah. anyway I'm, I'm looking really quickly now and this could be inaccurate but there's a post from the last couple of months here last six months on reddit yep. talking about matchmaking basically a bunch of servers say that there's no matchmaking right it, like skill-based matchmaking it's just kind of chucks you into whatever server you pick yeah yeah right well uh, anyway yeah which isn't good um Maybe that'll change though once it goes, uh, whatever it is, free to play. Or I mean, it probably has to at this point. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Entropy Zero Two. Uh, I have never heard of this. What is this game? This is a Half Life Two mod where you play as a Combine soldier. Uh, got. I think it was just in my list of games I should check. I've seen out. this game. Um and. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty cool. Like it's it's got, uh, it's like I don't know. It's it's well made. It's really well made, and um, I it takes some getting used to. The voices are all this radio-y because they're combine soldiers and they've got the big helmets on. Um, but it's got this really interesting story, and uh, yeah, there's uh, there's some interesting shit going on. Uh, it's clearly made by like very. Uh, deep fans of the half-life universe and uh yeah oh there's a level with a monster very similar to jeff in alex um, oh yeah and i think it's done quite well maybe a little bit well not as not as well as jeff obviously but a little bit uh long in the tooth as levels go um because it just sort of takes a while while you work out how you're supposed to get through it um but yeah, if the shooting feels good and you've got the ability to kick shit, um, they like don't want like they're they're happy to throw a fuck ton of enemies at you and yeah, the story's pretty fucking interesting. So I would very much recommend it. It's quite cool. Uh, yeah, it just keeps going and going and going. It's also I believe free. It is free. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's a standalone mod now, so it's free. And uh yeah. Definitely worth checking out. Um Don't know how long it is. I haven't quite finished it yet, but fucking hell. Uh it just spectacularly done. Yeah. All right. Um you can take that on Steam. It's uh, entropy 02. Yeah. Z E R O and then number 2 um okay and the last game we've got here is saints row so this is now out in the wild um this was originally supposed to be released last year pushed back to february of this year and then once again delayed till uh this month 
Um, it is a, a reboot of the original Saints Row series, so it's been a couple of years since we've had um, like a mainline sort of Saints Row game. Um, what's your relationship like with the Saints Row series, Job? Um, I think I talked about it a little, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the preview, right? But um, yeah, it's always been. I've always been more of a fan of GTA and I know it's always like there are two two camps, right? People either love GTA or love Saints Row. Um, a lot of the people who love Saints Row tend to hate GTA uh, and I do not think... It's, it's more of a, that Don Draper in an elevator, right? Uh, I don't think about you at all meme. You know that one? Um, no? Anyway um so yeah it's sort of like that uh for gta towards Saint, saints row like I, it just doesn't doesn't even impact but uh i always had fun well with the earlier saints row games um it got to a i think it got to a point of diminishing returns on the zaniness for me uh i will always regret that i never got a giant purple dildo baseball bat which was one of the swag pieces that was going around for saints row um, but there were only very few of them and I, I did not get one. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I've always appreciated Saints Row for what it was, which was basically, uh, a, a parody of Grand Theft Auto, right? And Grand Theft Auto was already trying to be a parody of a lot of things, so it was a parody of a parody, um, and yeah, it it worked sometimes. It didn't work others. Uh, when it was good, it was good. What about you? Um, yeah, I've enjoyed a, a couple of the games, but the last one that I, I enjoyed the most would have been Saints Row Three. Um, couldn't get into Saints Row Four. I didn't really like the whole matrix themed sort yep. of you know enter the matrix style that they went went for uh where characters had superpowers and all that sort of stuff um i thought it had a really cool uh start of that game <laughs> that was interesting with like the white house sort of stuff and aliens coming around and all that sort of thing was, was interesting and neat but then once you actually got to the game aspect of it it was just the mechanics were too over the top and like all right well why would you have cars when you can literally just fly everywhere and yeah. just weird stuff like that um and so i was really looking forward to this one um you know going back to the roots sort of thing yep. been a couple of years since volition put out a game and so uh and on top of that just the the delays as well sort of made me feel like i was uh they were at least putting some you know perspective on this and trying to polish it up and make sure it was right and that sort of stuff mm. uh and then you obviously talked about it what a month ago six weeks ago yeah a month yeah five six um weeks. Yeah. and uh i think i think you said like quote it is the one of the best games i played this year <laughs> something like that and <laughs> oh my god and so the me. the hype was real joe the hype was I know. extremely hype yep um so i've played uh, a couple hours at now i think i'm about 25 percent of the way through not a huge amount i think you are much further than me at this point oh um, i don't think so oh no okay we're about the same yeah 
because I had to go through all the stuff I'd already done before. Right. Uh, and that made it a lot more tedious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot more tedious. Uh, so, yeah, um, there's been, been short bursts. <laughs> look, let's talk about the positives. Yep. And then we'll, we'll get to the other parts. Yep. Um, the accessibility options in the game are top notch. Like, some of the sure. best I've seen outside of what Sony does. Yep. There are tons of accessibility options, which allows, uh, you know, a, a wider range of people to get into these games uh, and sort of fine chew it, tune it into your own, um, you know, the way that you sort of want to approach these games, which I think is really cool. Uh, there's settings in there that I've tinkered with and played around with, difficulty settings, um, which is, uh, you know, I'm, when I'm talking about accessibility, I'm not just talking about uh, like colorblind modes and things like that but being able to fine tune enemy health and difficulty of uh you know how many enemies appear on screen and things like that like that sort of stuff is is really neat because it it's not just a slider that is like oh easy medium hard yeah like how how much of a um you know a, a health boost is this enemy gonna get but you can actually fine tune certain aspects of that and that, that is really a cool way of approaching difficulty as opposed to just you know giving people more health and a, you know it's stoking yeah. out more damage and that sort of stuff so that that stuff is really great mm. um so i think all those accessibility options are really cool uh there's some um what else is good that i like Hmm. What else is good? I think the flying, the wingsuiting, the model for that, right, is really good. Uh, I'm not up to that yet. No, you can wingsuit whenever. Really, from the get go. Oh yeah. Okay, I've not. Yeah, I haven't been shown how to do that. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that was actually something that I talked about when I did the preview. Right, I was hmm. confused about what I was able to do in that preview build. Because uh, I hadn't been shown certain things that I knew were in the game, and the game just doesn't show you some shit. It seems, yeah. I uh, just flat out is like, no, you fucking yeah. work it out, I guess. Um, which I, I uh, it seems like a mistake to me. Yeah, uh, but going back um, to that preview build, um, I think sure. I, I think I said it on the podcast. I can't remember. I can't remember what I said last week on the podcast. So. Uh, I don't remember what I said fucking six weeks ago, but I think I said it seems unfinished uh, mm -hmm. and it seems like it's got a, a way to go. I'm pretty sure I said that on the podcast. Uh, I definitely mm -hmm. said it out loud to people. Um, but like I was, you know, I was excited for the fact that I'd seen in videos there was shit I was anticipating. Like after doing the preview I'd seen in videos stuff I was anticipating uh, that I hadn't yet experienced. So there must be more to the game than what I'd seen in my preview build, right? Uh, that's how I felt at the time was like, oh, there must be other stuff going on, right? No, having played the full game, I think I was playing the full game then. Um, I haven't seen any meaningful difference between now and then, except instead of using a default dude I made my guy look like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's um, the second thing that's really good about this game is the oh, character creator is amazing. 
Except for the fact that you can't... When it works. <laughs> you can't see any dong. What's the point? Yeah. And I've had like weird issues where my character reverts, part parts of it revert back and yeah. my voice will change sometimes and I've got to go like reload my def- my saved like profile. Yeah. Um, but the actual like going in and tinkering with all those settings and being able to fine tune characters and... I don't know if you had a chance to go through, but it, it, you can share character codes as well. And you can go in and um, look at what other people have created. And they've right. got like a category system of of you can tag some of these creations with a category and be like, you know, pop culture and things like that. And so there's like, you know, this guy kind of looks like Thanos or stuff like that. <laughs> or yep. like, here's a big green Shrek looking dude. Yeah. Um, the one so, thing yeah, saving I, the, pu- the cutscenes. See, that was that was something I didn't talk about either. Uh, mm. Well, I think I did actually. I, it was like the humor isn't. I don't know if the like. I think I'm aged out of the humor or something like that. Right. I, I don't know if I said it out loud. But the one thing saving the cutscenes the second time around is the fact that my <laughs> dude looks like Carl from Aquatine Hunger Force, and he's running around with his big pot belly and his fucking his receding his baldness. And his halo of boredness, and he's uh, yeah, he's uh, looking completely out of place. He's wearing his fucking tank top, no shoes, and just sort of <laughs> yeah, like talking to these youths, these Gen Zs, who are you know, I don't know, talking about whatever the fuck they're talking about, starting a gang, I guess, and. I just look mm. completely out of place. Like, where the fuck did they pick this dude up at? And that's the <laughs> one thing saving these cutscenes for me because I have seen them all before and not, yeah. not that wild about them. Um, yeah, I think that, like, the craziest thing to me, and I was sort of thinking about this during the preview, uh, and it's one of the things I I anticipated. But, like, like you're saying, like, oh, well, I haven't seen them yet. The missions don't involve any of the fun shit. It's like mm. you do the missions. I don't super know why. Because you don't get a lot out of them. You do the missions and then you also do... It's like there's two games here. There's the missions, which are just the fucking most generic by the numbers, like shooter game missions. Really? Yeah. Uh and then there's also the fun shit where you do like this. I well, I haven't seen it. There's there's not even a mission where you like steal a fucking armored truck with a helicopter, but you can absolutely there go is. and do that. Maybe I, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't reached. It. So it's a side. It's a side mission. No, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, that's a side yeah. mission. Why isn't it in yeah. the fucking main missions? Why like why didn't they take because you to the, all the helico- fucking fun because shit? the helicopters but like they oh have you driven one? It's rough. It's a fucking nightmare. It's rough. Are you playing with mouse and keyboard or a controller? Um, mouse and keyboard. Definitely plug a controller for that shit. Holy. Oh fuck. no, I like it is the physics of the thing is just out of place. Like it just doesn't work. It's it's like a ping pong ball when i'm flying this helicopter <laughs> it's not and once um, you once you pick the thing up like and it's just, oh, it like just fucking can't stay straight yep yeah yeah that's pretty good uh it's pretty funny yeah i did that mission i was like well i'm doing that ever again that was fucking terrible <laughs> yeah it wasn't fun at all but like at least it's interesting at least it's more interesting yeah it's than interesting the- 
the generic shooter missions that you're already doing, which is just... What about... So, I talked to uh, about this the other day where I think we were talking about it, but, like, uh, there's a mission, and it's, like, five missions in where you, you go to a shooting range, and it's got you... It's flinging barrels up into the sky, and it's, oh, yeah. like, oh, now you got to aim like this and shoot this. I'm, like, yeah, I, it's fucking five missions in. I know how to shoot yeah. at this point. Like, yeah. I was... Like, why was this not the first mission that I did? It's such a, like, broken sort of game... I don't know, game design slash mission design. Yeah. Uh, like, that shouldn't have been in that spot. It just didn't make any sense. I'm like, why am I doing this? It shouldn't have been in... Like, I don't know... Again, I don't know what it added, right? Like, a couple mm. of these missions, I understood what they added. Most of the time, they're too long. They just keep going. Yeah. They... Oh, Okay. There's a, another level to this building and it's functionally the same as the last level. To this, it'd be like in if at the start of fucking Spider-Man, right? Instead of like web-slinging your way up to go fight Kingpin, you had to like fucking punch your way through each fucking floor and then run up one level of the stairs and punch your way through the next level. Like that's how it feels you're like okay yep cool the checkpoints aren't fantastic uh which isn't a problem until you're a little bit cavalier with your fucking ammo uh the health system i think i talked about this in the preview i don't think the way you regain health is particularly good uh it's also extremely finicky like the amount of times i've tried to like interact with somebody to do that it's the same sort of um mechanic as like the rip and tear system from from doom where you build up a meter and if you melee somebody then you'll get the health back but sometimes i just struggle to get that even to initiate like i'll just be mashing e and nothing happens and like with rip and tear eventually you get the the grapple on the shotgun and that's Mm how you fully take advantage of that like ripping like you're in doom eternal what you're doing is fucking bouncing around these levels Mm. killing things with different fucking specific types of attacks to get more ammo or to get more armor or to get more and and then to get more health um but in this it plays like a cover shooter and then like you need to cover like you need to cross 200 meters of fucking empty ground uh to go get your health back you're like oh right am i supposed to be playing this while i'm standing in front of these cunts but if you do that then you get killed all the time unless you do that thing where you abuse the fuck out of your um your special moves because they they tick over quite quickly so you do that yeah yeah, you do that one where you stuff a grenade down their pants and throw it at, throw them at the fucking uh, other enemies, and then you just find someone else to do that to, and that works on everyone. So you just do yeah. that, and the only time you don't do that is when you need a bit of health. So yeah, you you get, just find a way to stand in front of people as close as possible while getting shot, but not taking too many shots, type thing, which is not satisfying. And there's a fair amount of risk to it. And then when you die, you get bumped back way too fucking far. And you're like, cool. Mm. Great. 
can't wait to do this yeah. again. Yeah, it's just, just kind of uninteresting. These, well, yeah, it makes these long levels feel even fucking longer, and they're already too long. Yeah, it's and I don't think the shooting is very good either. Just yeah, it I like I turned off the camera shake because I was like, "There's no reason why this should be on. <laughs> it's so much harder to aim with it." Yeah. Um, yeah, like even after that that same mission where you're doing the shooting range, once you complete that. Uh, a bunch of bad dudes show up and then you and Eli, who's one of your, your crew members, mm. he's like, all right, let's get out of here and, and basically jump in this car and he like car surfs um, and he's like shooting cars around you. Mm. And he's like, we got to get away. And I literally just held W for like <laughs> a minute <laughs> and just drove down this one street while nobody even got close to me. And that's all I did. And it was yeah. just such a like... I've gone from shooting fucking barrels in the sky to just holding W for a minute and a half while I'm riding down this street. And it's just, they're just not interesting missions at all. It's so, I don't know. Like, it kind of makes you appreciate now why it takes so fucking long for Rockstar to put out a, one of their games. Yep. Because the amount of detail that they go into when they design this stuff is just... um they're on another level compared to everyone else yeah it's it's and that's why their games are so good because this game feels they they go in and they make actual worlds i sound like the fucking guy from mythic quest like (laughs) i build worlds uh but that's what they do and they 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 feel like they're being lived in these people are you know there's something around every corner for you to discover whereas in uh like and this isn't just saints row this is a bunch of other uh, open world games of recent um, that just feel dead and, and lifeless that there's nothing really going on it's just such a bland uninteresting place and it doesn't even look that interesting it's so brown I, like it, yeah. it's I like I'm playing this game and I'm like why am I playing this I just want to play Grand Theft Auto now yeah. because that just seems like, like a far more interesting place to, to roam around in I was, uh, I don't know if you saw, I put a uh, clip up of me surfing mm. on a train. Yeah. Uh, right from right at the start of my playthrough. And um, I couldn't, like, there's a moment there or afterwards I, I went and tried to do it again. And uh, I succeeded, but I landed inside the train instead. And um, I was just doing more wingsuiting around because it's easily the most fun that I have. Um, and I noticed that, like, I couldn't tell if just the world was really sparse or if things hadn't populated in yet. Like, there's a real, there's a real inability to determine whether it's just an empty fucking game world or if things just uh, haven't yet popped in because yeah the yeah the popping is but sometimes, sometimes just never fucking happens and it right. just turns out there was nothing there the whole time it's just a big fucking yeah. flat empty like it's a battlefield 2042 map hey got him um but yeah the i don't know if if you've noticed the cops doing the cyberpunk teleport in thing they do it a fair bit to me i don't know why but they'll just teleport onto into my like behind 
uh, in full view. They just appear, uh, which is funny because, you know, obviously Cyberpunk got slammed for that. Rightfully so. Uh, they only do it while, they're, while we're driving and while I'm driving very fast, but nevertheless, it's very distracting. Cyberpunk definitely did it worse, but yeah. God damn. I'm uh, not wild about that shit. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, it's a subpar game. Sadly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I, I agree. It's, it's, it's very disappointing. Uh, cause I was, I had a lot of hope for this one. Like it looked interesting. And I think that there probably is some fun to be had. Yeah. Like, I've toned down the difficulty at this point. Um, yeah. I've gone in and tweaked like the enemy health and yeah. made it so they're not as spongy. Cause I feel like they're still, they're, they're spongy on the setting that I had it on. Um, like I'd headshot people and they'd still be running around. I was like, ah, that's not fun. Let's try and make it so it's more like a one-shot kill type thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's there's seems like there's a lot to do in the game. Um, it's just not connected in any interesting way. Um, it's a really uninteresting world. It's it, I don't understand the art style of going with a brown city yeah. in the desert because it just doesn't look appealing at all because everything just looks the same um and then you've got like it just technically doesn't it's not up to scratch the pop-in is is extremely jarring to look at um like cars will just sort of appear sometimes out of nowhere um the the actual like weird glitchy stuff that's going on i've seen is frustrating it's uh yeah it's just got some problems like it needs i I thought it was going to come into a state where it was pretty well polished um just because of how much it had been delayed yeah and it it hasn't it's not so yeah and and this is coming from a you know team i don't know if it's the same team but it's the same developer um that has put out a series of really good games uh most of them are good um that i don't think have this you know this this level of polish just isn't up to scratch from what they've done before um because as, as much as i didn't like saint Row 4 like it i don't think that it was as broken as what this is yeah like it just wasn't for me that game um yeah so yeah yeah this is just yeah extremely unfinished really uh this this mm. is not an entire game experience to me at the end of the day it just doesn't feel it's not a coherent cohesive game experience and what there is uh it doesn't feel like it is everything they planned to put out yeah because that's kind of that would feel like they're shooting a little low hmm. yeah and also feel like the story like i'm missing something like i didn't play yeah <laughs> Like it's supposed to be a reboot. I feel like I'm missing the first two chapters or something. Yeah, it's it's so weird because um, all these characters are introduced and there's no like, there's no like I don't know. Like we we in the first couple of hours of and I'm gonna keep comparing it to Grand Theft Auto because that is the you know the benchmark. But like yeah. you are introduced to these characters and you know that they've got a backstory to some of them and some of them haven't met each other before. And but like it's interesting 
this interesting story there. Whereas this is just, I can't, I don't care about any of it because it's just boring. Um, and so I can't get involved or engage with any of it. And now, like, if the story's not engaging and I'm not finding the gameplay engaging, then why else should I be playing it at this point other than to see what else it's got to offer? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Is there anything else we want to add to Saints Row, or we? I think we're done with it. I think we're done. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that game is out now. Um. Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> it's not as as good as what we'd hoped it'd be. Yeah. Um. And it. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, as a whole, critics as well aren't up to scratch with it. Um. I think it's in like the sixties at this point. Yep. Um, on Metacritic, which is generally not a good score mm. um, or an average score for those sites. So, yeah. Um, anyway, everyone's different. I know there are people out there really enjoying it. So, yeah, good on them. That's it. All right. Let's do some news. Yep. We've got a bunch of stuff here. Big week. A lot of things going on. Um, Embracer. Embracer Group. Uh, so, they're the parent company of uh, Gearbox, THQ um those big names they have been on a, a buying spree uh for uh, like a couple of years now and they're still going uh this last week they picked up uh limited run games who are a, a physical uh distributor in the u.s they do a bunch of um unique and indie games stuff like that so they picked them up um a tripwire interactive who have made uh, off the top of my head, Job. Off the top of your head. Uh, what's that? That zombies in space and whatnot. Killing floor. Uh, chivalry floor. too. Chivalry. Yes. Manator. I think they published. They published Manator, right? Manator. Yeah. Um. So they picked them up. Uh, they have also managed to pick up um a bunch of other studios. Uh, I think there was about five or six in total. Uh, but the big news here is that they've also acquired the Lord of the Rings IP, uh, which includes The Hobbit. Um, so they were previously working on um, board games and card games in that media. Uh, but this now means that they'll be able to work on other um, forms of Lord of the Rings titles, including games, movies, TV shows, things like that. Um for a cool $500 million, something along the lines, this entire deal. Right. Lord of the Rings wasn't even $500 million. <laughs> it was like somewhere less than that, which is pretty astonishing. Um, yeah. I would have thought it would be a lot more than that, but anyway. Um, they basically uh, attached in their press release saying that they'll be working on, uh, they're looking to do some spin-offs for movies, uh, some maybe some Gandalf solo films, the Lord of the Rings cinematic universe. Uh, but it also means that they'll uh, they'll be the rights holders of, um, I guess, video games now for the for the going forward, and it'll allow them to contain um, that IP a bit better as opposed to what it is at the moment, which is anybody can sort of take it and and just make whatever they want. Yeah. The Warhammer, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. series of games. Um, any thoughts on this one at all? um well like i think the lord of the rings stuff is pretty interesting uh primarily for reasons you just listed i'm a little bit uh 
worried about what will happen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was just uh, an amusing uh, rapid fire blast from them. They're just like, oh yeah, we're buying fucking everything. If you're uh, if you're not a major publisher, you're now being embraced by the embracer group. Yep. Um, so yeah, they've got over at this point and counting they've got over 80 studios which is yeah pretty cool interesting yeah um, yeah like I don't know it's it's one way to do it like just keep grabbing grabbing them up but yeah, yeah. we'll have to like it's way too early to say if they're, they're going to do anything interesting with it so. well they've got yeah and they've also got more under their belt they, they talked yeah. about how there is another acquisition currently in the works it's just not finished yet um so the last the last acquisition was in may and that's when they picked up crystal dynamics and idos um so yeah they're they're starting to get some bigger (laughs) some bigger studios under their belt there as well yeah um yeah yeah okay um we got a couple more things here this was the biggest story on reddit on Reddit games for this last week that we talked about. Uh, Nexus mod, Nexus mods deletes anti-pride mod for Spider-Man Remastered on PC. Um, so this happened, I think, last Thursday. Um, Thursday morning. So I was actually... I, I worked on this story with one of our writers for We Got This Covered because um, I was checking out the Spider-Man Remastered mod section on, on Nexus mods and uh notice that this mod went up um i didn't have any writers around so i yelled out to one of our other guys who is um big into games mm. and so he jumped on this story and uh and made something about it emailed nexus emailed um insomniac insomniac to get a statement and within a couple of hours uh nexus emailed him back with a statement and said they were going to remove it uh, which they did, yeah, and uh, and all shit broke loose yeah. <laughs> on that site. Uh, people got very upset. Um, then the next day, they put up a statement saying, "Look, we're not supporting this crap uh, anymore. This anti pride stuff. Like, if if you can create it, but you're not creating it on our platform, basically, yeah. um, you're not doing it here. You're not welcome." And if you uh, if that's the type of stuff that you want to create, then delete your accounts because we're not interested in having you as a uh, you know as a user. Yeah. Um. So yeah, got a got a bit of backlash by some bigots. Um. <laughs> but on the I guess the the rest of the ninety eight percent of people were very happy about this yeah. change. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, like good on Nexus for having the fucking nuts to stand up to them like <laughs> I, I love the reaction from people who are like <laughs> oh <laughs> so these fucking snowflakes can't handle someone changing uh the flag in in their game uh like people are fucking soft these days but this person literally went into the game files to change the flag like that's like a small collection of flags yeah well yeah like but like yeah holy fuck 
how 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 do people just come out with this shit? It's just bananas. Uh, I just I don't know. It's just it's just very sad that people like it felt the the post itself felt very much like a troll effort that was attempting to get a reaction, right? And I guess it did. Uh, but I'm glad that Nexus Mod made the right decision to draw a line in the sand over it. I think they they did it well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. Um, so you, you can actually go read that original article. That's when we got this covered. Uh, Jamie wrote that, one of our local Australian writers. Um, so awesome job to him for, for breaking that one. Um, nice. Next up, we got some Gamescom live stuff. Did you get a chance to watch any of this at uh, four? Was it three a.m.? Oh yeah, I was. Did you up. wake up? You know how I am. Up. Definitely woke yeah. up. Real early. <laughs> they call. They don't call you a morning oh, job for nothing. Like fucking couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Yeah. Um, no. Like, what time I got to get up, Jeff? I'll be there. Don't worry, Jeff. I'm there. Uh, yeah. No, I did not. But I have caught up on what was being shown largely. You know what? I got up at seven o'clock. Oh yeah earlier uh, i didn't set an alarm i just happened to get up at seven right uh and i watched the was it a two and a half hour show um something like that i watched it in in, in about an hour and then i nice. uh, went to work yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that's that's the to way to do it right hmm. should we go through some highlights here do it um uh, and, and i guess stop me if i skim over anything you're interested in uh but they opened up with uh, a game called everywhere which I don't know what that game is, and I don't think anyone working there knows what that game is. Nope. Um, <laughs> yep. Anyway, it looks weird. Uh, the PlayStation 5 DualSense Edge controller. Um, they revealed this has been rumored for a while. Yes. Looks cool. Uh, this, this looks cool. I, I thought this, yeah. It's a great idea. Um, it's been Taking some a long time pieces coming, from right? the Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah exactly. Some cues. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I I like. Hmm. I like my, my wireless two thingy. Oh god, what have I done? Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. Something came up on the screen. Um, yeah, and so like I I like that actual controller, and um, I don't know if I need another one on my PC. Yeah. I guess the, yeah. the thing that the 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 PlayStation controller does that I really like is the resistance on the um, triggers. That stuff's yeah. cool, and the haptic feedback. Um, but I guess we got to wait and see what the prices are before I decide That's, whether or not. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a you know good sell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? June Awakening, which is a survival MMO. It was a CG By trailer. The Conan people, yeah. Well, CG told me nothing. Didn't give a fuck. Moving yeah, on. a bunch of people. My work were hyped. That was just one thing everyone was talking about. Was this June thing? Really? Um, Why? People like it. May as well have been fucking logo. Yeah, uh, New Tales of the Borderlands is coming out very soon. Yep. I didn't play the original games from Telltale. Um, they've brought on a bunch of the old Telltale people to help with this one. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll see what that's like um what do we got here lords of the fallen reboot the lords of the fallen sorry the lords of the fallen a reboot of lords of the fallen 
It's it's like the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. This is Suicide Squad. Is that what they're going for? I thought this was odd. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Whatever. Well, did you think anything moving out too? Moving out too? Yeah, it was like a... It. It's like one of those, like, I guess, cooking simulator No, type. I remember. Yeah, it was... It, yeah, basically yeah. overcooked, but with moving boxes and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might be a fun little um, party game. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. We got a release date. Fucking yep. soon. <laughs> September 19th. Expected, right? Yeah. That's in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Which is good. Um, we'll definitely be talking about that one on here. Uh, I'm sort of warming up to that art style. Not the art style, but the... Like, I still don't like it. I don't think it fits the... Like, you look at the other games they've done, and I don't think it yep. fits, but... I like the aesthetic. Like, the... the all of it wrapped up like the audio sounds amazing um yep. and all that sort of stuff so we'll see um under the waves which is is this was this the quantic dream one yes oh i i missed this one yeah I under the waves. Quantic dream had something there yeah god damn it didn't look interesting um you're not missing much yeah, uh, i have to see it, to see it. yeah um i don't know man i feel like i'm going through all of these at this point because i don't know what if there's anything you, you're into um there's a bunch of stuff <laughs> here um lies of p oh yeah it's one where you're pinocchio or some shit right yeah yeah fair enough that looks weird that looks super weird yeah looks super fucking gives i'm getting like parasite eve vibes from it or something i don't know why but yeah but it was like it's like um like uh steampunk dark souls right yeah yeah but i mean yeah i mean that um this next one moonbreaker uh so you tell me about lying right lying makes you more powerful or something because he's pinocchio so oh. weird anyway fair enough yeah. yeah um moonbreaker is the next game from unknown worlds uh yes. who have made uh, subnautica uh, and also natural, natural yeah natural selection games um this is completely different to their other stuff but it looks neat it's a um it's like a turn-based Tact, like a tactical game with mini figurines um but you can also like paint them which is really neat yeah. like that's that's rad um and and it's in collaboration with brando sando brandon okay. sanderson yep uh is one of my favorite authors yes um not not what i had anticipated mm. uh when i had heard that he was working on a video game yeah, like I didn't know who that was, and when they brought, they were like, "This person's here to do this thing," and then they brought it out, and it was like, "Oh, this is a tactical game, right?" Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, still looks really cool. Uh, next up, we got Friends versus Friends, which is a uh, shooter with with cards, card based shooter. Um, yep. yep, we'll see what that's like. Um, hard to hard to tell. Atlas Fallen, which is a uh, upcoming fantasy game um right. yeah i don't know looks yep. fine not not really a whole lot it's a very i think it was a cgs type trailer right um keep going here oh this is here we go from the creators of friday the 13th the game uh oh, no. killer killer clowns Clowns from outer space. From outer space. What the fuck? Right. right. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, uh, people will hide for this shit. Play in my house because my wife is already terrified of clowns. So, uh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw like a lot of chatter about this game. Like people were fucking on board, but I don't know right. why you'd put the from the creator of the Friday the Thirteenth game attached to that thing because that that game was ass. Um, yep. But this one, this one's basically um, it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game, but it's it's got a little bit of a spin. It's uh, three versus seven, so that could be interesting. Uh, I just don't know yet. Like yet again, these people that are making these games have a hampering for uh, like IP, like making games based right. on IP, and generally yep. this stuff is just garbage. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm looking forward to be proven wrong. So we'll see. Um. Oh, I just I think I just closed the thing. No, it's still here. Uh, Scars Above is a, a sci-fi action adventure game. Um, looks interesting. Didn't see it. No, uh, we got some more Gotham Knights. Uh, showed off some Harlequin, um, Clayface, and Mister Freeze. I'm still keen for that game. I hope it's good. Fuck, I hope it's good. Please um, be good. I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic. Uh, Telltale's The Expanse. Expanse? Oh, yeah. Expanse. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a new new RPG called Warsong, um, which is by some former uh, Bethesda developers. Oh, was um, this, wasn't this Word Song? Oh, was it? What have I written? Word Song. Word Song? Okay. I wrote Word Song. Um. Yep, it's that one. Yep. <laughs> uh, any sure. thoughts on it? Uh, I need to see way more. Right, like there's a lot of stuff. Uh, but this one was spe- like especially vague, especially fucking loose in the old details. Yeah. There's no release date, no nothing. Like it's kind of no. like a, a a flashy logo. Yeah, <laughs> that went a bit more than logo good pedigree of people to have on board but um yeah not a whole lot lot else there to to go off yeah yep. um what else we got here uh where wins meet um this is the no, didn't see this oh i must have missed it i don't know it's a very like um i don't know like uh, I'm, got, I'm getting fine. some some uh like ghost of Tsushima sort of right. vibes from it is that not when you uh when you and your your partner Dutch oven one another at the same time? <laughs> Fart jokes. Got him. Talking we about. got him. We did it. No idea. Where wins about. meet. Ah, okay, fair enough. Um, the Outlast Trials, which is a a co-op Outlast game. Right. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I didn't see this one. Yeah. Well, did you watch any of this stuff? Hey, I watched a lot of it. I thought I got it all. I don't know. You clearly there was a did lot not. of stuff. There was yep. a lot of stuff. Fuck out of here. Um, so it's a spin-off of the the Outlast games, and but this one is sort I saw of that new trailer for High on Life. You didn't mention. That's that fucking. You know Justin why? One. Because it's fucking ninety bucks on the the Epic Store. They are someone over there is high on something. <laughs> <laughs> There is no way I'm paying ninety bucks for that game. It's it's it costs it's it's like go on Epic, 
right now and have a look it's got a higher price than fucking batman than the gotham <laughs> batman game all right all right all right all right like piss off um oh you know what they uh did i put it here they also showed off hogwarts legacy um that couldn't have been a much like you couldn't have made that any more boring uh i got nothing out of that i think it was terrible um it's even more expensive than saints row unbelievable yep and then they are they capped things off with dead island 2 um some Mm. a cg trailer and then some gameplay trailer to follow cg trailer was bad i thought fair enough i know very underwhelming i expected something special yeah i think yeah it's true uh, and that is oh, coming no, February was 2023. Was all time, right? Yeah, but that's hard to beat. Daniel Wilson is going to punch me when I said it was shit, just to upset him. On the on this podcast. Mm. However many years ago, a decade ago. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I thought it was shit. Like, what, the game or the, the trailer? The trailer. What, everything's going backwards? You fucking, like, just don't run backwards into a room full of zombies then. It's ridiculous. Uh, he got very upset. Uh, the gameplay looked pretty good, though. Like, much better than the than the CG trailer. Which, yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, uh, I'm pretty confused about it being set in, it looks like, LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. That That is a bit odd, but I don't know. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, anything else it's to not mention? Like on an island. Well, no, that's my point. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I get jokes. Anyway, anything else to mention? No, I mentioned how I on life and you shot it down. So, well, yeah. I have one thing to fucking. Much. Oh, didn't Hideo Kojima announce a podcast or some shit? I saw that. Yeah, I don't care. Somewhere. Yeah, I don't care either. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, it might be a good segue, hey? Sure. Into the next bit of news. Oh, okay. Yeah, Death Stranding. We talked about it last week. Season yep. coming, maybe coming to Game Pass. Hmm. It has come to Game Pass. Now available on Game Pass just for PC. Um, it is the uh, original version. It's not the director's cut. Um, and it's only on PC Game Pass, not on the, not on the console. And this is. <laughs> a way that 505 has got around Sony so uh, interesting very interesting yeah. but um, you jump, you've jumped in obviously oh I can't wait is it out already yeah I think it's out now well uh, if you've never played it Xbox Game Pass is easily the best way to do it if you already own or if you're already subscribed to Game Pass that is uh, Higher Life is going to be on Game Pass you fucking dork it is be however yeah. much you want you fucking boo me. Um, because, yeah, uh, it's the sort of game where you either absolutely fucking hate it or you absolutely adore it. I've n- literally never seen anyone say they were middle of the road about Death Stranding. They either froth it or fucking Xbox wants to fucking update. You son of a bitch. Um, yeah, they either froth it or, um, yeah, they can't stand it. I am in the latter camp. Uh, I thought it was one of the most tedious games I'd ever played in my life. Uh, And I explained it in full detail, 
But uh, most people are just like, oh, you're too dumb to understand it. And uh, yeah, so... Why don't you carry box for? Yeah, you're too dumb to understand how um, amazing it is carrying that box. Yep, that must be it. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right, there you, you go. Play it? No. Because I've got the de- I've got the director's cut, right? You don't need it. I don't need it. I can I can play it on my PlayStation Five with uh, sixty frames per second. With I don't know. Didn't that director's cut add a bunch of like gameplay changing shit that made it better? I don't know. Why would I, I play the inferior? I got it on Steam. All over the place. I got it everywhere, mate. Yeah. Why not? I love Just- it. I love that game. Yeah, I mean most most game, it's uh, it's that's what you got. All right, uh, the last piece of news here we got is the PlayStation VR two has been uh, given a release date of early of twenty twenty three. Yeah, quite soon. I don't know. I guess we'll have to yeah. wait and see what the price tag is on that one. That's that's the the one thing we don't have yet and it's probably the most important thing yeah. in the mix because all the tech in that stuff looks pretty top notch uh, so we'll see <laughs> uh, it's hard yeah. enough these days trying to just get a playstation let alone justifying getting a uh, playstation VR to go with it um, yeah yeah exactly so it'll be interesting to see like how much of the oculus what's the latest oculus thing that's out now I don't know is this like are you counting including your soul that you sell to Meta or not including that? Just yeah, whatever. Money. Why are you such a hater? Yeah, I'm such a hater. You fucking you love Meta, don't you? You fucking they you're all about Facebook. Hey, did you go on Facebook.com today? Yeah, I did. Who wrote a story? Who about was it? your who was your uh who's your celebrity? It was all over it was everyone. It was like Metallica, Foo Fighters, it was just all oh. bands. I just had Vin Diesel. That was right. it. Yeah. It was pretty weird. Yeah. Um, Meta Quest 2, 128 gigabytes is 600 bucks. Damn. Is that good? Uh, yeah, if if you don't count the part where you have to sell your soul. Hmm. So, yeah. If you ignore that part. Is that I the one where you, you don't need the PC? Quest 2, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's garbage. I don't want that one. <laughs> Where's the one You can where... connect it to your PC, though. How much does the Vive these days? What's the latest one? The Index. All right, that's $2,000. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. That's better. That's <laughs> more like it. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. HD HTC Vive Pro 2. Two thousand yep. bucks. That's the that's that's what you want. Yeah, none of this Fuck fucking yeah. meta garbage. Exactly. All right, there you go. That's the news for this week. Um, any questions? I don't think we do. We do have a question. One came oh, through do. at the start of this podcast. Oh, okay. Baz writes, "Hey, legends, Luke and Joby with the increasing. Wait, what? Hey, legends, Luke and Joby. Is Baz addressing?" people other than us when he says legends maybe hey legends and then he pauses 
says Luke and Joby, with the increasing power of mobile devices, they already have more horsepower than the Switch by a long way, especially Apple. When do you think phones will end up replacing consoles, e.g. plug your phone into your monitor slash TV? Oh, God. Um, Why would you do that? You fucking, you're almost already there, aren't you? Hmm. Like, you could, with a USB-C out, right? Uh, USB-C out, and depending on which phone you have, um, you could probably... Uh, like lagless uh, mirror your I would say a, a Samsung a Samsung phone to a well definitely to a Samsung TV because they got that fucking um, like there's they've literally got a a function for that um, mm, like a mirror cast thing yeah yeah they've got their own fucking proprietary fucking nonsense yeah. version of it as they do but um, yeah like yeah, you could do it like wirelessly, but you could also, yeah, I think if you did it wired with USB-C to USB-C, yeah, you'd probably do it lagless and stream like Xbox Cloud direct, right? I mean, because is it Samsung? No, it's not Samsung TVs because they've got Tizen, right? Uh, it's maybe Sony or LG TVs. Mm already let you get the Samsung uh, the the Xbox cloud app just on your TV you don't even need the phone part of that device right so what what Baz wants is the phone to do the computing not the cloud man uh, the the biggest fucking hurdle there is just the difference between arm and x64 architecture right like just stuff isn't ported across mm. libraries and whatnot aren't ported across but if someone did it they'd probably fucking make bank like you'd have to deliberately specifically market it as that sort of thing but fucking hell you could make some money you think like the nintendo phone nintendo phone genius that is genius i like it um but there's no longer a phone number there's a 32 digit number everyone's got to use to type it in every time they call someone that's exactly that's yeah. exactly it, yeah. And uh, you need to pay, uh, what's it, thirty dollars a year, or if you pay sixty dollars a year, thirty dollars a year it's just to get Wi-Fi on your phone. Yeah. But if you pay sixty dollars per year, you can get Wi-Fi plus some Super Nintendo games. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess like. I reckon porting it to the M1 chip, the Apple devices, would be even better, right? Because those things are fucking, they like like I said, they're fucking crazy powerful, um, like system on chip devices. Uh, so you can get away with some real fucking good shit. Uh, maybe not 4K60, maybe 4K60. I don't know. Like all the all the stuff I've seen run on an M1 chip hasn't been video gaming so it's not really benched the same way but um yeah i think like you could probably put out some fucking some good looking shit uh run off an apple phone and that would be a hell of a play from apple to 
just fucking kick the door in on the video game industry and come come in swinging. I just don't know if they give a fuck. Like, if they care to, that's the only real problem. Yeah. They just might not want to. Yeah, because Microsoft's got all their, their, you know, focus on cloud streaming. And rather than using the hardware on the device, just have it stream the video to you. And so that's what they're sort of banking on at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so everyone's got their own approach. Uh, Nintendo's just doing their own thing with their 30-digit digit fucking Wii, Wii codes, friend codes. Um, cool. All right. Yeah. Is that it? Good question, Baz. Yeah, that's it? Hmm? That's it. That's the questions. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting tired. Um. Anything you want to plug for this week? You've been working on on the side side gigs yeah. you got going on? Yeah. Yeah, here's one. Uh, next Tuesday, I will have a review mm. up on the gapodcast.com. Nice. For everyone to read. And we will talk about that game next week. And I don't think I can mention what it is until then. So it'll be cryptic, but keep your eyes peeled for next Tuesday. What about right. you, Luke? Is it, is it Half-Life 3? can't you can't confirm one I've already said too much okay fair enough I've already said too much yeah um I don't know I don't have anything to plug uh go to our websites go to GamePower or we got this covered or go check out those sites um I'm late to the party on this one but have you heard Casey Chambers cover of fucking lose yourself no crikey you should fucking you should it's eight minutes long but it's pretty good. I haven't listened to Is that because it's changes. fucking just slow as shit and you're like, oh my God. Nah, nah, listen to it. Listen to okay. it. Listen to it. 20 years since I've listened to Casey Chambers and the last time I listened to a Casey Chambers cover, uh, True Colors, I thought she mangled it. But mm. uh, this is not the case this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I can recommend a... Uh, a TV show. We just finished watching Blackbird, which is on Apple TV. It's right. got Taron Egerton, Ray Liotta. Oh, uh, is this the one where he goes to prison or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it's based on a true Ray, story. Ray. Oh. Um, Boy. And I think it just, the last episode just aired this month. Um, but we binged that over the week and uh, it's very yeah. good. Taron Egerton's very yeah. good. He, he's, uh, he's yeah. you know, there's a lot of rumors about him playing Wolverine. He'd play a pretty good Wolverine, I think. Yep. Wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, there you go. That is the show for this week. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. uh, The Gap, the GA podcast. Type that in. We'll show up. Uh, If you do have a moment, please rate or review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, You can also go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there, talk about all sorts of things video game related. TVs, movies, food. Um, what else is popping off this week on there? Job, anything exciting? No. No, we've been talking about movies and stuff. Yep. Bit of House of the Dragon in the oh, mix. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that? Did you? I watched it. What did you think? It was fine. I thought it was fine. pretty predictable. Yeah. 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 Very, uh, very middle. Very mid, as the kids say. Uh, I love saying it, as the kids say. Um yeah, like nothing out there. Uh, the only thing that really got me was when I noticed that the king 
is played by one of the Andes in Hot Fuzz. Did you see that? No. Because once you see it, he pulled this one face, right? He pulled this one face that was identical to when um, when Simon Pegg goes, uh, he like takes a drink of his beer and he gets like the the head mustache, right? And Simon Pegg goes, you've got a mustache. And he's like, I know. Because he does have a mustache. <laughs> fucking, he pulled an identical face to that. I'm like, oh my fucking God, that's one of the Andes. And then later he was playing with his big miniature city and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you want to be a big cop in a small town? Fuck off up the model village. And that was it. Like I, I can't, I can't take him seriously anymore. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, right. I feel like I can already predict everything that's going to happen. And I haven't read its accompanying book or anything. I just feel like I can. So, wait, he, so he wrote all this shit while he was supposed to be finishing other books. He was like, you know what? I won't finish this one. I'll just go back and do all the fucking prequel shit. Yeah. And then uh, I'll get to that one eventually. Yeah. Is that what he did? It, it appears so. Fucking crazy, dude. Um, all right, yeah, it was it's fine. called positive procrastination, Luke. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed it. It's just like very predictable. So I know exactly where all this is going. I could probably write the rest of the season for you at this point. Um, what about that one dude, the hand of the king, and he's like, to his daughter, he's like, my daughter is gonna fuck either the king or the king's daughter. He's gonna fuck one of these two. I don't give a fuck which one. Like, go. That's it. That's what you do. It was that was some shit. I was mm. I was like, wow, all right, ruthless man, ruthless. Yep. Anyway, um, if you want to discuss more of that, yeah, go to the uh, gapodcast.com slash discord. Um, you also check out the uh, game channels in there. You guys be still playing stuff this week? Yeah, playing Pub- some PUBG. Outlet News, PUBG, bit of everything, yeah. bit of everything. Bit of any uh, Rumble versus before this? No. No, I played, I, it. That. I played it very briefly we when it first came it. out. No, I you can't talk about it. it. Sorry. Anyway, I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. You can check out old episodes and new things coming to the site, secrets that could or could not be Half-Life Episode 3 next week. Uh, you just have to go read that to find out. Just have to You're either going to be extremely disappointed or be like, my gosh. These guys well, just on it all the time. Eric Johnson finally came through. Eric Johnson <laughs> finally. They called in those those favors from that time. They took Eric Johnson to redacted. Anyway, nobody's going to yeah. understand that if they no, haven't listened to That's a very old. That's an old. Six hundred episodes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can also go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, uh, helps what the show, uh, it, it, it helps us pay the bills. If you'd like to do that, thank you very much. We thank appreciate you so it. much. We do. Yeah. Uh, I can barely talk anymore. I'm so tired. Big week. Um, oh. that is it for this week. Uh, secrets next week. Yes. Secrets next yes. week. Um, anything else that's sort of coming out that's on your radar? Just secrets secrets all right um i'm trying to look at the calendar i think i'll be able to talk about secrets next week too well 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 but i guess we'll wait and see um otherwise getting half-life i mean something yeah something we can't talk about 
Yeah, I think I'll, I might get a little bit of time in with it. Because um, I know what the secret is. Uh-huh. We, we can't tell anybody. Crazy. Yeah, anyway. Um, there's a bunch of stuff coming out real soon. We, the, like Saint Rose is the, the tip. The tip yes. of it. There's a lot more coming out. So we'll have some exciting things the next couple of weeks to talk about. Um, but maybe, yeah, let us know what you think about Saintro in the Discord. Jump in there. Tell maybe, us. maybe you're a fan. But if you if you haven't bought it, do not buy it so that you can tell us what you think about it. Yeah. Because I mean, there's co-op in there. We haven't. I haven't tried it co-op. I I played it during the preview. Oh, I guess. Buggy. Did you prank people? I did prank people. It was the funniest part of it. Fair enough. All right. Well, there you go, Joe. That's podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining me this week. Always appreciate it. Oh, no worries. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Everyone else, we'll see you uh, next week right here. See ya. Love you. Bye.